Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. I'm dreaming of a Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of our listeners out here in the Knoxville area and all of the five states that you can hear us. Thank you for joining me. This is the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray. I am your host. And also this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group your home loan solution for the last 22 years. And I actually have a co-host today, Mark Griffith. Mark, thank you for joining me. Well, Merry Christmas, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And, and as a lot of you know, from a couple of weeks ago, Mark came in and did an interview with me. He is the manager of our Oak Ridge branch, and he's been with Mortgage Investors Group for what, seven, how long? About 18 years. Wow, that's a long time. So what, what year was that? I don't know my math right off 1994. Oh, the same year that Heath Schuler was the runner-up of the Heisman Trophy. Uh, that's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And, you know, it's just a, a wonderful time of year. And I told you last week, this is my favorite time of the year. Um, I love Christmas. And I know that, you know, the last minute shopping is probably happening, probably finding some great deals out there. But and you've taken the time to to spend this this hour with me. And I thank you for that. So over the next hour, what we're going to do is we're taking your phone calls. And no, I'm sorry, we're going to actually do this by email. We're going to take your emails. And you can actually email a question at Kevin at KevinRay.com. So that's Kevin at KevinRay.com. And you know what, any question that you'd like, it's kind of an open Saturday. We want you to ask questions that you want to know about. First time home buyer questions. Maybe it's a refinance question. Maybe it's a purchase question. But if you have a question, email that in and we would love to answer it for you. But being that it is Christmas Eve, you know, it's it's just one of those times of years that we kind of look back, look over the year, what we're thankful for. And I tell you, one thing that I'm thankful for is for working for a company that is Mortgage Investors Group and what they stand for and just being a part of an organization that that really I'm proud of. You know, that's just something that I would say, would you, what would you say you're most thankful for for this year? Well, I, I appreciate the fact that uh, during the last few years, it's been one of the most difficult times, I think, in, in our economy and uh, for all the industries, real estate industries. I appreciate people hanging in there and staying with us, our customers staying loyal to us, um, because that's what's really driven us to this point. The last uh, three years have been fantastic. I'm grateful for that. Um, but I'm really grateful that the customers uh, gave us a call, called us up and uh, took applications with us and we kept on going. Yeah. And, you know, that's such a good point because, you know, these last few years have been very critical in especially in, in the housing market and in the economy in general. And, you know, that's such a good point. There's been our customers, our, our realtors, you know, all of our referral partners have, have stuck by us. And, you know, we've stuck by them because I know other people have been, had challenging, challenging times as well. Um, and, you know, there's there was a few moments in the past three years where I wasn't sure what was going to happen. You know, and it was know, touch and go there for was, a while. <laughs> you know, but we, we stuck in there, and you know, and we're not the only company that stuck in there. There's certainly others, but you know, MIG, you know, being that we've been here since 1989, and and we've actually increased our 
you know, not only our volume, but also the branches that we have. We now have 16 branches in the state of Tennessee, all the way from Johnson City, all the way over to Memphis. Absolutely. So we're growing. It's growing. It's good. It's great to bring people on. What I'd love to see is uh, new folks get into the industry, um, especially into the mortgage loan industry. I'd love to see uh, uh, folks come to our office and actually apply for a mortgage loan position because I haven't seen that in a very long time. And I know people are looking for jobs, especially young people coming out of college are looking for jobs. Guess what? Yeah, we're hiring. hiring. (laughs) (laughs) And that's such a good point because uh, this is the one of the best industries to be in. And the nice thing about it is that the sky is the limit. You know, you can make it whatever you want it to be. And, you know, that's the thing that I like, because whenever I started in this business, you know, I started with a piece of paper and and a diploma. And that's what I had. And I was able to market myself into a very nice living. And it was done with a company that I love. And, And it's an industry that I love. Well, I wanted I wanted something that was a little bit freer than just going into a desk, sitting behind, clocking in and clocking out. So when I got into the business, I was came out of real estate sales. So um, I was really looking forward to getting into something a little bit more challenging as far as the financial uh, calculations go. Mm-hmm. So if you're a numbers person and you really love sales, this is a great industry to be in because yep. you get it all. You get That's the right. you got the financial side, you got the advising side, and you got the sales side. So it's, right. a, it's a lot of fun. And 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 also, if you think about it, everybody needs a house. There, everybody needs a house, and and if you're renting right now, and you know you're going to be looking to purchase, if you have a house currently and your family is growing, you're going to have to purchase a house. So it is a great industry to be in. And, and you go ahead. Well, well, I'm just going to say that not only a great industry, but we actually are involved in pulling the economy out of the doldrums. Yes, that's uh, true. Doing doing mortgage loans, we put people back to work. Uh, construction loans coming back online. If we didn't have lenders out there, where would we be? That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, well, that actually is a good segue to our first question that we just received from David in Maryville. Thank you, David. And also, David, before we answer this question, you can call us, you know, um, today being Christmas Eve, you know, you may not get an answer from me today, but Monday morning, you sure will. And my phone number is 691-8910. And you can, you know, absolutely call in and, and ask any questions to me, you know, based upon our response here. But your question is, I want to buy a new home, but I can't sell my current home. And I am thinking about renting it. What options do I have? And you know what? That's a loaded question. And and it's a very good question because there are a lot of people out there that have that question. And, you know, the first thing that you're doing, David, is a good thing. And that is researching your options, because some people don't realize that there are options and that if you have a home that you're trying to sell and you let's say you, you know, you have it listed, you know, you absolutely can buy another home if you have the financial stability. You know, back in 2006, people were getting bridge loans and they were just going into a new loan. And that was somewhat sometimes financially irresponsible because they were trying to carry two payments. So you have to be very careful with this, don't you, Mark? Oh, absolutely. I think the the biggest thing, David, is that uh, what you need to do is contact a a loan officer because he needs to go over those uh, financial with you and look at the options because just because you rent it doesn't mean all of that payment goes toward qualifying for the new loan so you have to be careful there you really need to get with the mortgage loan professional and figure out what your uh, financial options are when you rent 
That's a great point because normally what we do is we we're able to count your rent payment towards your you know your debt to income ratios, but there's only certain circumstances that that actually works. So what you should definitely do is you should probably call us at six nine one eight nine one zero. Mark's office is four eight two eight nine one zero, and he is the manager of the Oak Ridge branch. But this is kind of David the theme of my show and what I've been talking about for the last you know month and a half. And that is, you know, a lot of these questions I'm going to be able to answer on the surface, but you need to be able to talk to an advisor because at Mortgage Investors Group, we're not just loan officers, we're advisors as well. And you need an advisor in a situation like this because it's a big deal. You know, it's a big deal that you're you're thinking about because, you know, back in 2006, 2007, people were making those, you know, quick judgments and automatically purchasing that new home and they weren't getting the the solid advice that maybe they needed in a circumstance like that. Well, all the decisions we made back then didn't seem like a mistake until the bus came. Homes are always going to appreciate was the thinking. Yeah, that was definitely the thinking. (laughs) You know, in Knoxville, which is a nice thing about Knoxville and the Tennessee area, we've done very well with appreciation. I mean, we we have not seen the depreciation that a Florida or a Nevada has seen. Absolutely. It's a more conservative market. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's been, um, it's a lot better to work in this environment, in this city than I think anywhere else in the country. I couldn't agree more, Mark. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. Um, And so, David, what I would recommend that you do is to first contact a trusted advisor, a loan officer, you know, have them take a look at your financial situation. You know, you could even go as far as to take an application and, you know, have somebody look at, you know, what you make, what your current payments are, what your mortgage payment is on the home that you want to rent, you know, and then we'll talk about what maybe you could afford on a new home and see what price range that you fall in with counting that payment against you. Or if you have it rented, we'll see if it may qualify to be able to be used. I'm talking about that rental income. So really the first thing you need to do is just pick up the phone and call somebody. That's probably the biggest first step that you need to make. And so don't forget guys, Kevin at KevinRay.com. That's where we like for you to email any questions i already have three more questions lined up for after we get out of the break were you going to say something mark yeah i was going to also encourage david to invite his real estate agent into the conversation because she's absolutely she or he's going to be a big part of that decision process i agree that's a very good point so kevin at kevinray.com this show is sponsored by mortgage investors group my name is kevin ray i'm your host this is mark griffith he is our co-host today and we're going to come right back uh, with the housing hour we'll be right back Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, around down Santa Claus Lane. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray with my guest host, uh, Mark Griffith. Uh, The show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Um, And guys, I want to tell you about a company real quick. It's called Capital Financial Group. And you know, when you're investing and planning for your financial future, there's several things that you need to be aware of. And you know, it's hard to do that if you don't have an advisor, an expert, someone that's going to be there and guide you along the way. 
And you know, Capital Financial Group offers just that 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 thing, and that that is a comprehensive strategy when it comes to helping people with their wealth management solutions, retirement planning, tax planning, investment strategies, all the above under one roof. And you know, they do this in a way that is unlike other companies, and that is that they'll interview you, take your information, and then they'll help to create a strategy that will work best for your your goals. Um, you know, they might modify, they might delete, they might add something, but that's just what they do. So call them today, 865-246-1725, Capital Financial Group. So we're back here and um, we have five questions now in our bag of email questions and and we thank you for doing that. And if you have one, you can email us at kevin at kevinray.com. And our office number, if you have uh, maybe something that you hear you'd like to ask a further question about, or maybe you'd like to take application, number one, it's mig online.com. That is our website. And you also can call 865-691-8910. And my guest host, Mark, he is the manager at the Oak Ridge office. His phone number is 865-482-8910. So let's jump right back in to the email questions. Okay. Uh, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Again, thank you for joining us. Um, this is from James in West Knoxville. And he's a first-time homebuyer. I am a first-time homebuyer, and I am interested in knowing the process to buying a home. Well, James, let's start off by saying um, you need to first get pre-qualified. Now, let me explain what that means. Pre-qualification is a, it's a process that you go through to determine what it is that you qualify for. And a bunch of questions will be asked, okay? One of the biggest questions is, you know, what is your current income? What is your current expenses? And then what is your comfort zone for a payment? And we'll help you to determine that. But getting pre-qualified, there's several ways that you can do that. You know, and there's different definitions of what that means. But the process you're asking, the first thing that you need to do, and, and we've kind of talked about the process of talking to an advisor. And this situation is right in line with that. This is exactly uh, the time that you'll need an advisor. So what I would do if I were in your shoes is that I would first contact that person. And that's by calling us at our office at that 691-8910 number or going online to find a branch nearest you. Then there is a process of, uh, there's a li- list of questions that we would ask you. There's also a form that you could actually fill out. Um, but Mark, you know, there's there's a misconception, I think, that taking application is like this really long process and that it's very difficult to do. But but talk a little bit about, from your, from your perspective, it's really not that difficult. No, there's just basic information that we're looking for. And uh, if they, you can go online and fill out an application in about 10 minutes. Or you can call one of our loan officers and we'll we'll walk you through that process. Yeah. And it's real important because you know, to, to go through this, because a lot of folks, they really, they might have eyes on a, a certain area, um, a certain type of house located in a certain area, but they really don't know if their finances can afford that. So in order to, to make sure that you're your expectations are in line with your finances. It's important to get with a loan officer so that you can you can work through that process and find out exactly what that payment's going to be. I have had many people call me, and the first thing that they tell me is that they've already found a house. 
And I understand that, that people do. And I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat when I was younger. I, you know, when I was looking to buy my first home, I certainly had the appetite and I wanted to find the house. Then I wanted to get the loan, but it is probably recommended to first get pre-qualified before you go out there searching for your dream home. Well, and and if you get with a, a professional real estate agent, they're not going to be shuffling you around town looking at homes without going through a loan officer and getting pre-qualified. Some of the good real estate agents might even be able to get a general idea of what they qualify. And that's great. When I sold real estate, that's what I was taught to do. But uh, that's the important thing is to, to make sure that you're lined up first with what your expectations are as far as that payment goes and what that's going to get you in the area that you're looking at. Because I've had them too. I've had them come into my office and they have this house already picked out. And by the time we go through the financing, we look at the what they can actually afford and they're absolutely disappointed. And, and then, so is the realtor. And so is the, well, <laughs> and, and what happens is once they go out again, looking at what they can afford, um, the expectations are over here at a higher price range and they're very disappointed, disillusioned, and they usually back off some. And one of the things I think that makes MIG different is that we're not just going to come in and say, oh, you can qualify for this amount. I mean, we really want to look at what we feel that you can afford, not just what you qualify for, because there is a difference. There really is a difference, is there not? There's a huge difference. Back in the the bubble years, I like to call them, everybody was going after the max that they could afford. Everybody was. Why? Because we know that if we got in a tight situation, appreciation covered us on our bad decision and we could turn around and sell the house for a profit. That's not happening today. So what we have to do is make sure that you're lined up with what your your finances really can afford and what's comfortable for your family and your family size. That's very big to us and very important to us. And, you know, the one thing that people need to understand, I think, is that, you know, when we when you come in and speak to us, we're going to look at what your monthly payments are currently and then what your new proposed monthly payment will be on a house that you are potentially going to buy. So that means that we're going to find out at the end of the day, what exactly is left over for you and talk to you about that. Because, you know, we don't necessarily ask you, you know, where your entertainment expenses are and so forth, but we definitely would like to understand and and help you and guide you and, and give you the proper advice on what's going to be best for your future, your financial future, because that's important. Well, it is, and we're not the drive-up window uh, answers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and and if any lender tries to give you that advice over the telephone, um, some will try. I think the biggest purchase of your entire life, you need to step inside and take 15 minutes out of your day, go in and sit down with someone, look them in the eyes, mm-hmm. and make sure that this is exactly a good feeling and it feels good all the way around from the payment to who I'm doing business with. There, I think, has been lost, Mark, and you might agree with this. You know, back in the day, uh, you know, maybe not too long ago, people, you know, did go inside and go to the bank or go to the credit union or wherever and be able to shake the hand of the person that they were dealing with, be able to talk with them, look at them in the eye, you know, mm. and, and really build that trust that what it is that they were telling you was was truthful. And there's something about just meeting with somebody one-on-one that you just don't get over the internet or through Facebook or through Twitter or, or over the phone. So, you know, that's a very good uh, bit of advice. Go in and talk to these folks. Yeah, it's impersonal. 
you know, we've gotten impersonal. I think our whole, you know, society is going that way with the text and tweets and all those words <laughs> I'm not real familiar with. But I'm old school. Uh, yeah. You know, pick up the telephone. Yes, we can talk about some of the things and get you at a certain comfort zone. But at the end of the day, you need to step in and sit down with me or one of the loan officers and discuss this. And I'd also encourage inviting real estate agents at the time of when you're looking at homes, do the same with them. Don't do it over the phone. I agree. And that's not to say that there's not certain situations where, you know, because we have a, a great online application system and we certainly have all of the, you know, gadgets that that's you need. That's the first stage. Right. And, you know, we have, we certainly have those available. And, you know, I'll be honest, I've done loans only through email and phone calls and that's not unusual. But for the first time home buyer, your biggest purchase. Yeah. Your biggest purchase that you're ever going to make, other than that Ferrari you buy in a few years. No, I'm kidding. That but, comes second. <laughs> You need to be able to go in and talk to them. And and that is one nice thing I think about Mortgage Investors Group is that we encourage that. You know, when people are getting pre-qualified, I don't know one loan officer that doesn't first um, ask and invite people to come in and meet with them. You know, have a Diet Coke, a glass of water, and just talk about your situation. And that was what makes us advisors. Right. And it's also good from a sales standpoint is that we're building customer rapport. You're getting to know me. I'm getting to know you. That's right. Well, we've got one uh, question here that came in from Kelly from Knoxville, and we're going to probably finish answering this on the other side of the break, but let me go ahead and pose it. Um, Kelly is from Knoxville, and she or he, I'm not sure, um, I was told by another mortgage company that I could not get approved for a refinance because my house did not appraise. Do I have any other options? So let me first start by saying, um, Kelly, that well, the answer to that is that yes, that might be the case, but there are some new there is some news coming around that might change that for you. And and the the first thing is I don't know whether this was a Fannie Mae or a Freddie Mac loan, whether this was another um, agency loan, because once we determine that, there might be a program out there called the DU Refi Plus program that might enable you to refinance even if your house did not appraise for what it was that you were hoping for. And we're going to finish talking about this once we come back from the break. And I'll get your perspective on that. This is a big topic, obviously. People are concerned. People are worried about their houses appraising. And, you know, refinancing is a great thing. I mean, we're talking about people going from 6% to 3%. We're changing lives with how much money that we're saving folks. We're not changing their lives. They're changing their lives by refinancing. We're just hopefully going to be a helpful tool with that. So once we get back, we're going to talk more about that, Kelly. 691-8910 is my number. 482-8910 is Mark's number. You can also find us on MIG online. Did I mention that we are on Facebook? Facebook.com forward slash housing hour. You can locate us there. Thanks for joining us. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll be right back. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. jingle bells, jingle bells, The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. Man, what a great, great Christmas music we have going today. Um, That's an interesting song in that, you know, everybody, I think, has the perception that maybe our industry has in the past been the Grinch of the industry. 
And I think we've done, went a long way with, you know, taking that misper- misconception and turning it around, honestly. Have we not? Well, we've tried desperately to let everybody know that we're not grinchy with our money. We have money. We want to loan it. So we need people to come through the doors, buy houses so we can do that. That's right. And, you know, for, for years and years, you know, the mortgage industry, the real estate industry, and any other industry revolving around housing was very respected, highly respected industry. And I think we're getting back to that. But there was a period of time there, maybe 2007, 2008, mainly in 2009, where people saw what was happening and they just wanted to blame somebody. And, you know, there was a lot of companies that did those subprime loans where, you know, they were out there selling the loans to people who were not telling the truth. They were those liar loans, those, you know, where you fog up a mirror and then they were packaging those up and selling them as a product, you know, and then people were not getting paid because people were not making their payments. So there certainly was a very small, small, small percentage of people in our industry that made bad choices. But people like Mortgage Investors Group and all of the realtors in this area, you know what? We are professionals and, and, and we've, we've withstand, withstood rather the storm. And, you know, no longer, I think, are we perceived as the Grinch. No, and and I think uh, the the important thing is for people to understand that uh, we're out there to help and not to harm. And the perception is back in 2007, 2008, that everybody was, the industry was trying to harm them and that we got greedy and we took everything away. But uh, people's Christmas trees up the chimney. Exactly. (laughs) uh, But the truth is that we, uh, we, you know, some parts of that industry was responsible, but there's everybody's to blame. So right. let's just quit the blame game, get over it, yeah. and uh, go back to the way it was before 2000, mm-hmm. year 2000. Yeah. Before that, we actually did it professionally mm-hmm. where we qualified everyone. That's right. And I think that there's so much to be said for, you know, people in our industry that have stuck around. And, you know, I admire people like Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tonkin and, John Ray, you know, my father, you know, people that have been in the industry and Mark Griffith, you know, Chris White, you know, these people that have just been here and have, you know, seen the ups and downs of the economy and have withstood it because, you know why? Because they have character and they have true resilience that that the way that you build that is by doing the right thing. You know, if you've done the right thing and you've always done the right thing, there's just a tremendous amount of you know, hope that's created by that. And you're able to go through those, those problems and, and, and be able to come on the other side, you know, a lot better off. So Kelly, we're going to get back to your question and finish talking about that. Um, you know, and, and really what I think the question revolves around is around the appraisal not coming in. Um, what it is that Kelly thought that her, I'll call her, 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 home was to appraise for. So we don't know a lot of the details, Kelly, but you know, we, I I briefly touched on the DU refi plus program. And if you don't know about that, there's a new program that was released that the administration have, has kind of lightened the uh, requirements and, and they've, they've tried to come up with a program that is going to have a wider net so that more people can qualify and that more, you know, people will be able to get refinanced without having to worry about their, their appraisal. So let me reset for you what the intention 
options were initially. Back whenever the administration rolled out their HARP program, which is the refinance program, um, they decided that they were going to allow for people to refinance when they've done an appraisal and the appraisal does not meet a certain level. So let's say if you have, let's use $100,000, normally you would need for a home to appraise for at least 95000 at least in order to get refinance. That's in a normal market, normal circumstances. Well, the administration came in and said, well, no, we're going to allow people to go over that. The problem was a lot of the investors, a lot of the lenders and, and others did not buy into it because there was still the strict policy of the reps and warrant from the previous lender and not everybody was buying into it. So it did, it only it only helped about a million people and they were thinking it was going to help about three million people. So it was 33% successful. That's not a very good success rate. rate. So you know, they've tried to revamp it now. And so now what the program is, you know, they've, like I said, widened that net. Now they're going to allow you to go up to 125% loan to value if your loan was a specific type of loan, like it was owned by Fannie Mae. Freddie Mac has their own type of refinance program. So that, Kelly, could be the silver bullet for you potentially. So what you probably want to do is to call in and talk to us. We're, we're just getting the information in about it. Um, and another beauty of this program, too, and, and, and Mark, I'd like for you to, to chime in here in just a second, is that if, let's say, let's use 100000 again, and if your home is worth $100,000, i am sorry, let's use 90000 and once you got the loan amount and the payoff and everything comes back, and you're at it like an 87% loan to value. Now remember, mortgage insurance is required on a loan at 80% loan to value and greater. So if your home is only worth 80,000, then you need to make sure that your home is worth at least 80% of that or more of that so that you can avoid mortgage insurance. Well, what has been allowed under this new program is if you're at an 80% loan to value, once you run your loan through the automated underwriting system, and I don't want to get too uh, confusing here, but this, it's a system that we put people through once we get you pre-qualified. There may be a, a, a response that's given that does not require mortgage insurance even at that 87% loan to value. So I hope I didn't confuse anybody with that. But Mark, that's a great deal for people if they well, can get qualified for it. It is. But you, you know, the funny thing is that VA has been doing this forever. And FHA has their own program forever. Right. This is not new. Uh, under VA, it's called the interest rate reduction. As long as your interest rate for veterans is re, is being dropped, you can refinance without an appraisal. And that's all this is. The right. philosophy behind it is that if you can make your payments at $1,000 a month, and we can lower that payment down whatever to, you can still make that, you can make that payment easier. So That's right. we don't need an appraisal because we're not worried about foreclosure. So for the people out there saying, oh, aren't you going back into the same situation that you did a few years ago and you're, you're giving loans away and you're not considering value and we're going back into a bubble? That's not the intent. The intent is to help those folks out, bypass a little bit of the value because we know we have qualified uh, people out there that all they need is a little bit of help on their mortgage payment. And we can drop it without the, uh, the appraised value being an issue. Yeah. And, you know, the only requirement, the, the main requirement is that over the last six months, you cannot have been late on your mortgage. This for this new DU Refi Plus program I'm talking about, the new HARP program. 
over the last 12 months, you can be you can have been late one time. So you can have one late over the last 12 months. Over the last six months, you can't have been late. Well, investors are not looking to take someone's problem away. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's really the the issue. You can't be late on your mortgage. Yeah. Everything's got to be square up. You got to have good credit. We're going to look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea, again, is everything being equal. All we want to do is drop your payment. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the definition of good credit is different for some. Now, if you have one late in the last 12 months, some people would say, that's not good credit. You know, but really the reality is that's not too bad in your circumstance. I'm not here to judge you. You know, you've had one late over the last 12 months. There's probably a very good reason for that. So that's why that opens it up to this program. And you know, Mark, all of the programs that the administration brought out, not all of them, but some of them required that you were late on your payment to get even approved for that type of program. I mean, seriously. Well, the, the, the yeah, and it sounded like that was a, a backwards way of doing it. But really, the intent, again, was to help folks that were in trouble. Right. Uh, so it was really designed for folks that were behind on their payments, not for them to stop making their payments and get behind. <laughs> right. And it was, it just seemed like it was consequencing people who were trying to do the right thing. I mean, they were just bringing money out of the sock drawer, to make that payment. And by golly, if you made your payment, you were not going to get the modification or the refinance. I mean, there was just those criteria that said you had to have missed or been late four months consecutive, or they wouldn't even talk to you. So I think that they're from the constituents like ourselves and, you know, people in the mortgage industry, we've really done a good job, I think, by trying to let people know that's not right. That's not how you should do things. But uh, the other thing I would add is if for some reason that this particular loan, if you have an appraisal uh, problem and it's not a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan or something else, uh, there is another way that we can take a look at that appraisal. Um, We often contact real estate agents or have your agents do some research on uh, some comparable sales. Maybe the the appraisals just perhaps missed a a sales. uh, That's a good point. A comp sale. So we can just kind of rework it, um, send it back to the appraisal and ask them to reconsider it. It doesn't always work, but it's worth a try. And you know, I had the state representative uh, who sits on a board for the appraisal um, of America, or of Tennessee rather, and actually no, the whole, whole, all of America. And he said, you know what, if there's more evidence, we want to know. We, we want to know as appraisers, if we're not doing the right thing, if we don't have all the information, let us know because that they've taken a black eye within our industry and really they shouldn't have. So anyway, we, we can talk more about that, but you know, Kelly call me or Mark, you know, six, nine, one, eight, nine, one, zero, um, M I G online.com is our website. If you throw a forward slash Oak Ridge, you can find Mark even. And we're also on Facebook. As I said, facebook.com slash housing hour when we come back we've got a lot more questions i'm not going to be able to answer all of them but i will answer them on my facebook page and put there um the answers that we've kind of given you over the last couple of questions but we have a really good one coming up from amy from townsend about 100 percent programs so why don't we uh, talk about that when we get back this is the housing hour with kevin ray uh, presented by mortgage investors group we'll be right back how we came to life one day there must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found for when they play. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus. 
Welcome back to the Housing Hour. I'm your host, Kevin Ray, and my guest host here, Mark Griffith. Uh, Mark, I appreciate you doing this with me today. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks. Um, You know, uh, I got to tell you about a company uh, called Admiral Title. Um, Admiral Title was started a few years ago. Uh, Phyllis... uh, Phyllis and Terry did did a great job kind of starting this company, knowing the business, you know, and they do a phenomenal job with their closings. You know, they're somebody who treat their customers the same way I treated mine, and that is by keeping them informed, keeping them in the loop, and there's never a problem throughout the transaction. You know, if you're a lender out there or if you're a real estate agent and you want to go with a title company that has those type of things going on, no problems, no headaches, then Admiral Title is the place for you. And if you're buying a home, selling a home, maybe you're paying cash and don't need a lender, you know, they'll take care of your needs. They'll turn over every stone, make sure that you're protected in every way. Their phone number is 865-531-6060. You know, and Phyllis has been in the real estate industry for a long time. Terry, her husband and co-owner of that place, has also been in this industry for a long time. So they do it the right way. And Mark, you guys use them a lot over in Oak Ridge, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, Phyllis is one of my dearest friends, and she's one of the best uh, persons I can think of to handle a mortgage loan. Because through the process, it's very stressful. So it's important for us to make sure that we pick the right people at all the stages to make that go smoothly. Phyllis is definitely the number one pick for me to make sure that uh, that closes out correctly. And Terry, um, her husband, is an attorney. Mm -hmm. So if anyone has um, real estate matters that they need legal work or any legal work in in that regards, um, they're the whole package. Mm -hmm. It's not only just home loans and and real estate loans. He handles everything. That's right. And... uh Adams Law Firm is also a sponsor of this show, so be looking for their ad coming soon to a radio mic near you. Um, So anyway, we're going to get back to our questions here. And, you know, we have a question uh, that's going to be coming from, let's see, where is that question? Amy from Townsend. Um, I wonder if it's snowing up there in Townsend. I know it's it's looking like it's rainy possibly here. But anyway, there is a question coming from her, and that is, are there any 100% loans still available? And, you know, yes, yes, there is still 100% loans available. Um, And, you know, people feel like, well, why are those still available? Didn't isn't that just like you mentioned last segment? Isn't that kind of how we got into the problems that we are currently in, or that we're just coming out of? And there's probably two sides to that. And there are two programs that I know of, the three actually, because if you're a veteran, then you have a hundred percent loan available to you as long as you qualify. And that is, you know, six twenty credit score. There's certain requirements. Um, and then there's also the USDA loan. It's it's a very good loan. It's a, up to 102% loan. And I'll talk a little bit about that as well. You don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer for that program. Um, and then there's a third one, which is only for first-time homebuyers. And that's the THDA loan, which Mortgage Investors Group is proud to be the number one THDA lender for eight years in a row and counting. We're way ahead this year. So go ahead and go ahead and mark it for nine. You know, but Mark, you know, people don't think that those loans are available and they're not for everybody. Right. 
And uh, we we do these all the time, especially the VA loan veterans coming back. We've got a, a big group of veterans coming back from uh, Kuwait, and God bless them and, and their service. And we want to help them any way that we can, get them into a home, get their families going. It reminds me of uh, my father coming back from World War II, the baby boom years. So uh, let's get at that. Yeah, in, in Afghanistan and Iraq, and they're coming from all over the Middle East, you know, and those folks, you know, may be looking to buy a home and what better source than a trusted advisor like Mortgage Investors Group, you know, and for a veteran, you know, your certificate of eligibility, you've got access, you have access to this type of loan. Um, And if you're a veteran that does have a VA loan currently, then like you mentioned a couple of segments ago, there's still the, what we call the EARL, which is the interest rate reduction loan, 100% refinance, just Changing your interest rate. Don't even have to have it appraised. And FHA has a streamlined refinance program as, as well. Up to 97.75%. Well, we can do streamlines on their, their existing loan amount. Yeah. So we don't get an appraisal That's if you right. don't re- uh, finance your closing costs in it. So there's right. a lot of options out there. Now, the program that I talked about just a moment ago briefly was the USDA. And, you know, a lot of realtors like this this program. So if you're a realtor out there, you know, we are the experts in the rural development home loan program. And I don't know where we rank exactly, but I know we're in the top three in the whole state for USDA loans. I've been trying to get that information, but they don't have the same type of accounting that, that THDA has. But a couple of highlights on it. First of all, you don't have to be a first-time homebuyer. The income must be within limits, and you can actually go to USDA's website, which is uh, actually rurdev.usda.gov. And I'm going to have that on my Facebook page for you to look over. But the thing that I like about it is that you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. You do have to have the home in a certain target area, and that website that I gave you and that you can reference back on my website will tell you where that part of the county is. It's not going to be in the city limits. It's only going to be in the county, but it's a hundred percent loan. Here's the biggest benefit of it in my mind is that there is no mortgage insurance. There is no mortgage insurance, very low rates too. very low rates. We're talking about interest rates in the fours on a hundred percent loan as long as your income is in limit and also as long as the house is in a certain you know, area. So. It's a great pro- loan program and, and a lot of folks don't realize that it's out there. And uh, in the rural areas, they call these FHA loans. Um, they That's what everybody refers to them. But really the FHA loans or the HUD loans that we do closer to in the inner city uh, areas are a lot different than this one. So. This is the rural housing. It's a perfect loan, 100%, but only for those who uh, qualify for their right. their standards. And, you know, we also mentioned about the THDA program as well, and they have three programs within one. So I don't want to get too overly detailed here, but I will reference you to, if you go to Google and type in THDA, it's the very thing that po- first thing that pops up, but I'll briefly give you the highlights. There's three programs. There's one with a really low rate. That's called the THDA Great Rate Program. You have to have 3.5% invested in that loan program. And so that's a nice program because you're getting a very low rate, but you have to have some money invested of 3.5%. So on a $100,000 sales price or loan amount, it'd be 3.5%, so it'd be $3,500. Then you have the THDA Great Advantage, which gives you a grant, but the rate's a little bit higher. 
you don't have to bring any money to closing because you can get the seller to pay the closing cost. You may have to bring some money though, just depends on how much the closing costs are. And then the third program is the Great Start program. It's a 4% down payment assistance, a grant. It is a forgiven second. It's not even a second. It's just a, it's just free money, basically. So those three programs, and they're excellent programs, and we've, we've lent more THDA loans out than anybody else because we believe in the American dream, and we want to help people to find the home ownership. It's not for everybody, Mark. You know, I mean, these programs are for those who qualify. Well, they and that, that's exactly right. But they're the most fun to do because you have young folks coming in, perhaps. Most of them are just young trying to get into the housing market. It's their first time buying a home they're excited they got a young family going up so you're actually doing something that seems to be really beneficial to the community but it's also a program that you combined with other federal programs right so we take thda and we combine it with va yeah so that's a perfect situation for some of those young soldiers coming in trying to start their families you know they need some financing thda blend it with the va 100 percent loan we got a deal that's um, right. Or, or the FHA, VA, or the THDA, rural housing. So That's a good point. THDA uh, uses their funds and their wonderful uh, programs that they have, lower interest rate, and combines them with the other federal programs. It's a yeah. perfect blend. And and they really have made it an effort to be in the upper kind of the, the upper tier of getting information out for first-time home buyers. And, and I like doing THD loans, and clearly we do too. You know, guys, we're, we're kind of coming up against the end of the show here, and we just want to take a few moments to thank you, the listener, and also all of the Mortgage Investors Group, you know, not just employees, but also customers and realtors alike. We would just like to say thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for all of the loyalty and just just goodwill that you have shared with us over the years. And we're very excited about 2012. I think it's going to be a tremendous year. I think we're going to have a lot of success and we're going to do some good in this community. Merry Christmas, Kevin. Yeah, thank you so much, Mark. And again, thank you to Mark for joining me and helping me co-host this. And Mark will be a, pleasure. a, feature, a featured host uh, throughout the year. And I appreciate him helping me and, and being a part of this with me. So again, uh, this is the Housing Hour presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. So we got one more show before 2012. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.